Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. Welcome on to the year's first snowy day. <laughs> Unbelievable. It was 60 degrees on Thursday. Go figure. Uh, but welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us online. And uh, let us begin.
morning, everybody. Do you feel overcome? Thank you, thank you all, thank you. We have a new singer in the group. Um, it's good to have our music director back. I'm trying to stall because I'm so overwhelmed. God, God, God. Okay, you guys always stir me up. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. For those of you who don't know me, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a joy and a pleasure to be the minister of this church. <laughs> wow. So, it's snowing outside, so we're not going to have fellowship. <laughs> but stay tuned, folks, because we'll let you know when we will have in-person fellowship again. We'll just... We'll, um, the board and I are going to decide. We have a board meeting tomorrow. We just want to keep everybody safe. So our women's group is going to be doing, creating earrings today, holiday earrings today with Pat Hatfield. Raise your hand, Pat, so we can see you. Yeah, we can clap. <laughs> and then next month, we're going to be doing gingerbread houses. So I'm excited about this uh, Christmas, Christmas holiday season. And she will have the tools, the bees, the supplies, everything we need to make these beautiful earrings. And the love offering is from $5 to $10 per set of earrings. And we got some of our regulars who are back in the house. I'm so happy to see some new faces. Oh my goodness, I'm just excited. Um, when I came in and saw all the boxes, that are boxed up for our giving project that the youth is doing for Thanksgiving. I am blown away. Today and Wednesday are the last days that you can give non-perishable items to be packed up and given away for the Thanksgiving for the youth program's Thanksgiving project that they're doing. I want to thank every single one of you who has contributed of your time, your talents, even if you just prayed that it will be perfect. Thank you so much because we have about 25 box, 28 boxes out there and still counting to give out to those who are in need. If you want to give, you still can today and Wednesday. There's a list of suggested items out there, and there's boxes that you can put out there as well. If you want to go to unityfh.com to see what the suggested items are, you can do that as well. Adopting two families and a veteran for Christmas. I'm excited about that. Because of COVID, we're going to be taking in monetary donations uh, through checks, or you can go to unityfh.com/donate and you can donate there. There's a drop-down button. Hit the adopt a family. I was about to say adopt a pet. Adopt a family. <laughs> we already took care of the pets. Now we're going to do the families. <laughs> And if you're sending in a check, please designate Adopt a Family on your check so we can use that money. Um, we ask that you donate before December 5th because we want to get everything ordered through Amazon and ship. There's a delay this year, so let us please bring in all, you know, donate everything before the 5th of December so we can get it out there. I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Ah, and then... I wanted to let you know that there will be no meditation service in person on Wednesday. It will be on Zoom this Wednesday and next Wednesday, but it won't be in person. Um, so, what else was I going to say about that? Yep, on Wednesday I will be here. I'm just leaving at 6.30. So you can still come and donate. I just got to leave at 6.30 to get home so I can do meditation from home on Wednesday. The meditation is about... Uh, 35 to 40 minutes. We do uh, the daily word and opening prayer, and then we go into meditation. So it's a beautiful experience online. I, we, it's a, a nice number of people who come online, and you leave refreshed and recharged. So come on, do it online if you want. All you got to do is go to the website, click on that link for meditation. Matthew has it all set up, or he will send a reminder. You can use that link as well. Um, our Giving Sunday service is next Sunday. And this is our perfect opportunity to show your appreciation and your commitment to our beautiful, beautiful church. Am I the only one that thinks we have a beautiful church, or do you guys think we have a beautiful church? <laughs> Unity of Farmington Hills is where it's rocking in Farmington Hills, I'm just saying. So you can catch up on your tithes, your pledges, and you can also give extra as you are feeling led by God. The next 
critical conversations meeting that we're having is next Monday, and that'll be at 7 p.m. It is a Zoom meeting. It will be our last meeting until the uh, next year. So I don't want to have us doing some heavy, heavy stuff during Christmas. We can celebrate our, the new coming of our Christhood instead of that piece. So in January, that's when we'll start the critical conversations. And we got some new things we'll be discussing, too. It's been a really deep experience, and I appreciate all of you who are participating with me in that. The men's group is going to have their next meeting on Saturday. It'll be at 10 a.m. here at the church. Men, you are all invited, and I forgot to say women, you're all invited today too, um, to that meeting. I'm sure there's going to be something exciting going on in the men's meeting um, Saturday the 20th at 10 a.m. The next family trivia game night, which has been pretty cool because you get some fun and some trivia at the same time. Miss Eileen has been uh, uh, holding it down with the trivia nights. That'll be Saturday also at 7 p.m. Thank you, Eileen, for all doing that. We've been having some fun. And to stay abreast to all of our weekly activities, which are still going on, and any of the upcoming new events, I ask that you visit our website regularly. Sometimes there may be some changes. And uh, Matthew has been sending out weekly email, uh, weekly newsletters. So read through the weekly newsletters. Everything's on there as well. That comes on Friday afternoon. So if you want to sign up for our weekly newsletter or the email blast on the bottom of our homepage, you can sign up there. And if you want to schedule an appointment to talk to me or, or uh, pray with me, whatever, I am here for you all. And my, um, you can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you can call 248-737-9191. I am available after hours as well, so you don't have to be restricted to those hours. Some of you do call me, which I'm glad you do. Um, my office hours are Tuesdays 10 to 4 and Wednesdays from 11 to 5. And then if you want to uh, place your prayer request in the prayer box outside of the sanctuary, you can do that as well. Or you can email prayerchaplains at, at unityfh.com. We pray over your requests, and then we send them to Silent Unity. This is a sacred, sacred thing for us, this prayer ministry. And our prayer chaplains are Roxanne Berry, Eileen Lindbergh, and we got a new prayer chaplain, y'all, Lynette Kelly, up in the back. Stand up, Lynette. She and I just... We just finished a prayer chaplain training class, so we, she and I will be training the prayer chaplains from now on. So I'm excited about that. And I thank you all for your commitment to our, to our spiritual community. It is sacred to me, and I appreciate how deeply you hold this church in prayer. Thank you so much. Well, this concludes our announcements for today. So as we listen to our prayer team, I love that music. We listen to our, our music team sing Shirley to Presence. Open up your hearts and mind for the daily word and for our opening prayer meditation. So the daily word for today, Sunday, November 14th, 2021, is prosperity. Prosperity fills my life. Current flowing through my home's wire, wiring provides light, but I first must flip the switch to turn it on. Divine substance, the building block of creation, is the source from which my prosperity flows. 
but I must first claim it in consciousness to live a prosperous life. The divine idea of prosperity is unlimited, more than sufficient to meet every need. I know true prosperity when I live from the truth. Giving freely and prosperously keeps prosperity at the forefront of my consciousness. I know the more I give, the more, I, the more of myself I place into circulation, the more I will experience. As I give of myself, I increase the flow of prosperity in my life and in the world. And today's scripture comes from Mark. It's chapter 4, verse 24. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given you. Let's gently close our eyes and take a deep breath, please. And just let your focus float down into the center of your chest. Feeling that stillness inside of you. That peace and presence of love that is God dwelling inside of you. And God, as we tune into your love inside of us, we tune into the greatest part of us. We acknowledge you right now as that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, co-creating with us our life through our thoughts and held in mind. We open ourselves up to hear the message for today. We affirm that we are the word that is you. We affirm that we are open to be coached and guided into living as creations of Christ in this world. And as we take another deep breath, we breathe in love. And we exhale, I release and let go. Breathe in love. And exhale, I release, I let go. And God, we just tune into your presence just for a little bit. Letting it charge our mind, our heart, and our bodies. Allowing it to open up our consciousness more deeply. Becoming aware of the love within us and the love in this sanctuary. And those who are online feel the love as well. We thank you, God, for your mighty gift of love that loves us no matter what. Whether we are tuned in or not, your presence is always there. Thank you, God. Amen. And now you may open your eyes. That was beautiful, Nicholas. And so now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm together our growth affirmation. And as you're affirming it, visualize everything that you are affirming, because I promise you, the more we do that, the more we activate the vibration of it in our, not just inside of you, but in our church. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls, sanctuary, and classrooms with seekers of unity truth 
fills our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Yes, let's have our first special song. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. Good morning, good morning. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we want to get the energy in the room back up. Uh, as she just said in the meditation, we wake up each day, we, we release and we let go, and therefore we are made new. You're calling me over, you're pulling me close, with love you surround me. to go <laughs> but I didn't want to mess up getting in front of the camera so I had to keep my composure and do it in my seat <laughs> oh my goodness my goodness my goodness ah thank you for that you you rose my rose me up I was like I, it's a good feeling to be overwhelmed by spirit but I like feeling high too you know excited like this too. so thank you for that that was awesome so I was, um, as I was preparing for today's talk, which is entitled The Power of Righteous Prayer, Praying from the Power of God, I uh, came across this um, cute little story I heard a minister saying, and he said that this, 
Minister was visiting a family, and he was talking to the five-year-old, Jimmy. And he said, Jimmy, do you pray every night? And Jimmy said, yes, sir, I do. And he said, well, Jimmy, <clears throat> do you pray every morning? He said, no, sir, I'm not afraid at night in the daytime. <laughs> so that reminded me of a lot of us use prayer as an as-needed basis. <laughs> It starts in childhood. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so we have been going through the Sermon on the Mount. We started in the beginning of chapter 5 of Matthew. Sermon on the Mount goes from chapter 5 through 7, so it's 5, 6, and 7. We've gone through 5 already, and we began moving into chapter 6. And the beautiful part about how God works with us and how God used Jesus to work with us is that God will start where you are, meet you where you are. So in the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, God met us through Jesus at our consciousness and helped us to open up our consciousness to understand more fully what Jesus was going to teach as far as his ministry was concerned. And the truth is, Jesus's ministry is not just Jesus's ministry. It is all of our ministry is here. It is what we are all here to be, to say, to do, and to live in alignment with. And so when we begin the the, uh, chapter five and you begin reading it, it says that the multitudes began to come in. Jesus saw the crowds gathering around him. And we've already established this, but you need to establish it every time you go into a spiritual understanding, a spiritual talk, prayer, or anything that you do that's in alignment with spirit. You got to get your consciousness right. Right? Right. Thank you. (laughs) Lord knows me by now. (laughs) You got to get your consciousness right. So when you read the beginning of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 1 and 2, it says that Jesus saw the, the... uh, crowds gathering, he stepped back. He went up on the side of the mountain and sat down. And then the disciples gathered around him. And then he opened his mouth and spoke. Now, the difference between then and now is that back then, the rabbis and those who taught sat and everybody else stood. Now, we stand and y'all sit. <laughs> We're getting the short end of the stick. Y'all need to stand and let me sit. <laughs> but what it means That Jesus walked up to the side of the mountain, it means to raise in consciousness. Before you can see or work through your true power, you have to shift to the consciousness where your power is, and that's in the spiritual realm. And so Jesus talked about the Beatitudes, which are states states of being and attitude that we are created to be before you actually live in your true power. Don't you know you are a super being? You got a superpower. I mean, for real, for real, you got a superpower dwelling inside of you, waiting to manifest, waiting to co-create with you, right inside of you, animating you. And if you don't believe it, what do you think woke you up this morning? Seriously, it's the presence, that power inside of you. And the truth is, every single thing that you choose to do, God is the one doing it through you. You don't move yourself. It's the energy and the spirit in you that moves you. We think a thought, God does the thing. We say we want to step down, God moves your body to step down. God co-creates with us our reality through our thoughts held in mind, our feelings held in mind, our words held in mind, and our very actions that are in alignment with that which we truly are holding in our heart. So if we're acting in alignment with something that's not truly in our heart, we're out of, that, we're out of order. We're out of order. And so when we moved into chapter 6 of, Ma- of uh, Matthew, we moved where we are right now. We just spoke last week about giving from the power of God, or well, the, the uh, power of righteous prayers, what we spoke of last week. Two weeks ago, we spoke of giving from the power of God. In both of those weeks, we read those sections. Jesus is talking about hypocritical giving Hypocritical praying. It means praying or giving in a way that's out of alignment with the true spirit of your heart. It's doing it just to be seen. It's praying to be seen. It's being theatrical. I said it right this time. Last time I said it wrong. Last week I said it wrong. It's it's acting. To be a hypocrite means to act. 
It means to not really, not be really, your words are out of alignment with what you're really feeling in your heart. True prayer, the power of true righteous prayer, is a prayer that is in right relation with your consciousness of God in you, the true power that you are. He says, last week we talked about how when Jesus said, though, don't pray like the hypocrites who are seeking attention, who love the attention and get up there and pray in the synagogues and out on the corner of the streets when they know people are coming. They make sure they're right in the right space and they go and pray so they can get the attention of people. And Jesus says that's the only reward they're going to get. They're going to get their reward. Their intention is to get the attention of other people, and their intention will be answered because the attention from the other people is what they get. But that's all the reward they get is that attention. And it's empty because it's not in alignment with the true thing of what they're praying from, the true consciousness of God inside of them. Jesus says that we are meant to be more righteous than the Pharisees which means that we are to live in a consciousness that's in right relationship with God. So last week we talked about three types of prayer. We talked about hypocritical prayer, which is praying just to be seen. We talked about doubtful prayer, which is praying from what you think is a spirit of God, but it's rooted in doubt and fear. And then we talked about righteous prayer, which is praying from the spirit of God in you. You tune into the Spirit of God. Jesus says to go into your closet and close the door. When you go into your closet and close the door, it's the same thing as going away from the crowd, move up to the side of the mountain, and come into the state of consciousness where you only see God. That's all. Even in the midst of circumstances going on, even in the midst of a tornado, you can get in that spot where you only see God. And in that spot, you tune into your true power. You tune into your true power. And that is where your righteous prayer lies. And the true power is God. It's the greatest, most best part of you that created you from inside out, from the inside of God's mind in the outer appearance of your skin and flesh and organs. Within your mother's womb, that's power. And as we move into this week, speaking on praying for the, the power of righteous prayer, but praying from the power of God. Oh, I left my Bible. Well, that's all right. Um, we are going to look at Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. Thank you, sweetie pie. It's always good to have a help person. Oh, wait. I wanted to read. Thank you. Okay. So <laughs> he's messing with me now. So Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. I'm going to start slowly. He says how to pray here. He says, pray like this. And this is important to look at. Because when you read this, it doesn't say pray these words. It doesn't say pray exactly this way. It says pray like this. So it's giving us a construct, a format, a way in which you tune in and tap into the power that is you. The power of a righteous prayer. The truth is we are all different expressions of God. So one person praying a certain prayer may not ignite the consciousness of Christ in another person. It may not make you feel tuned in, tapped in, turned on, as Abraham Hicks says. It may not liven you up and, and, and revitalize you. So he says, pray in this way. And prayer, when you look at it, prayer according to the metaphysical. So, we, you know, prayer on the surface level is communicating with God, man, man communicating with God. But on a deeper level, it's the communion that occurs between man and God. The truth is God is always communing with you. You're one with the Spirit of God. You're one with the God inside, the Christ in you. That divine idea of a, of a man inside of you is the Christ in you. You're one with it already. But when you commune with it, which means that there's not a, sometimes you don't use words. You just tap in. To commune means to come into oneness with, to consciously come into oneness with the Christ in you. 
the power of God in you. Jesus knew it all the time, and I'm doing my best to get closer to that all the time that I always, always, always am in tune with and feeling and experiencing. When you're truly in tune and communing with God, you're experiencing God. You're experiencing the presence within you. You're experiencing the joy in all of the qualities of God. And your vibration rises up. When you're caught up in the human world, you can tell because you feel low. You feel some kind of way inside. You don't feel so good inside. Even times when nothing's going on and you're not feeling so good, it's because you're not tuned in consciously to that which is tuning into you. Does that make sense? We're created to be tuned in to that which is tuned into us. God is always communicating in and through us, always. Are we communing with that? Are we consciously aware of that? That's the beginning of any type of true prayer. That's the beginning of the power of a righteous prayer is to become aware of and tune into the essence of that sacred place inside of you. Don't you know you're a holy being? You are a holy being. And when Moses saw the the, the bush that was burning and not being consumed. It is the consciousness of us becoming aware of that essence inside of us that is consuming us, but not that is infusing us and lighting us up, but not consuming us. It's lighting and invigorating and bringing the light inside of you so open that it gets your attention. He told Moses, take your shoes off because you're in holy ground. You're stepping on holy ground. Your body is holy. Everywhere you step is holy and sacred. And a true prayer is communing in the consciousness that I am sacred. Together, I am sacred. Say it again. I am sacred. I am holy. Together, I am holy. And you got to know that you know that you know you are a holy being. And when you pray a true prayer, that's a righteous prayer, you're tuned into that sacred part of yourself. So it says, our Father in heaven, you tune into that essence that is one with you. Jesus called the Father, he says the Father, but he also called God Abba. Abba is the consciousness that we have with God. And it's also the awareness that God is the absolute power within you. Can you imagine knowing that? And that whatever it is that I need, whatever will come from my mouth, I will manifest. Listen to this again. Whatever will come from your mouth, you will manifest. Whether it is from a holy consciousness or not. But a true prayer comes from a holy consciousness. And then it says, our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. Name represents your nature. May your name be kept holy in my mouth. May I always be tuned into the presence that you are in heaven. And the truth is, heaven ain't out there. It's in here. This is I'm experiencing the heaven that you are within me. In relationship to you, meaning I'm an offspring from you, and relationship with you, meaning I am interacting up close and personal with you. That's what this sentence means. And when you truly tune into the God that is in you and the power of a righteous prayer, you're tuning into your relationship to God as the offspring of God and your relationship with God as your interaction up close and personal relationship with God. Amen? The next, the next, um, Verse says, may your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the kicker. God's kingdom is already here. It's in you. Are we co-creating it in this world? So when it says, may your kingdom come soon, may I align with the kingdom in you, the consciousness, the Christ that you are in me, because the kingdom of God is spiritual consciousness. And spiritual consciousness dwells within you and is in the world. But to create through God, you must tap in to God. You're already connected. You're already in tune with. You're already one with the kingdom. When we act and speak in alignment with that, we co-create the kingdom 
and it comes as soon as you open your mouth and speak the truth. The fifth unity principle, we live the truth that we know. Your actual life is your prayer. Your actual life brings the kingdom on earth. Does that make sense? So may your will be done. Wait, can you go back for a second? May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the spirit and the Christ in me is manifested out in the outer world. There's two things in here that's going on. May the consciousness and awareness of the Christ I am be manifested within my body, which means you have the power. You got the power! <laughs> I had to say it. I couldn't resist. You have the power to create the experience of a healthy, whole, and complete body by tuning into the heaven in you and speaking it over your body, which is the earth. That's one expression of this line. The next expression, as you create heaven and live in the consciousness of heaven, you go out and walk, be manifesting heaven on earth. And not just as an expression of it, your circumstances have to follow suit because you are the vibration that attracts it and opens up a vacuum that sucks it to you. Does that make sense? Okay, can we go to 11? Give us today the food we need. Now, it's not just physical food. The beautiful thing is, in the last, last week, we, we said, Jesus, I mean, Jesus said, God knows what you need before you ask. Why does God know what you need before you ask? Because number one, God created you and is inside of you, experiencing you as you experience God. And number two, because God is what you need before you experience it, urging you to speak it forth so you can be the vibration of it to draw it to you. It is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom of heaven, which means that it is God's good pleasure to manifest God within you, through you, as you, and with you in this world. Does that make sense? So when we call forth the food we need, it is spiritual food first, spiritual awareness, the truth of God first. And then you speak it forth into this world. And then you manifest it in your body. It's always spirit first and then the physical. And then it says, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. Some people have trouble with this line. Some people have trouble with this line. Forgive me, cause I, I, but I ain't forgiving nobody. <laughs> they don't deserve my forgiveness. What do you mean forgive them? That means I'm condoning them. It does not mean that. Charles Fillmore says that forgiveness is a process of giving up the false for the true. Giving up the false way of experiencing what another person did, said, or is to you. It's your interpretation of it. It's your interpretation of it. It just is what it is in real life. But how we interpret it is what creates the unforgiveness inside of us. It's giving up the false for the true. The truth is every single one of us is a divine expression of God, whether we experience it or not. And so that is important because when you hold on to it, it's like a block from being a full expression of the Christ. Anything that you hold inside of you that is out of alignment with God is committing adultery. It's being unfaithful to the Christ that you are, the holy, sacred being that you are. And it taints your environment inside. And it causes the same expression in the, as a reflection outside of you. Holding on to it is detrimental for you. Release it. Let it go. Let God take care of it. And let God take care of you in the process. So when you forgive, that's a, that's a powerful part of praying through the power of righteousness. Because when you forgive, you create a clean slate in you that can funnel through the consciousness of Christ in you and in this world. It is important for us to forgive. And then the next thing it says, number 13, verse 13, and don't let us yield to temptation, rescue us from the evil one. There, this world has so many distractions vying for our attention. When you give into it, you've given into temptation. It is important for us to stay, stay aware, stay mindful of what you're thinking about, stay mindful of what's inside of you. Otherwise, you will give in to temptation, which means become distracted from what you are. And that's the presence of God. Does that make sense? 
and rescue us from the evil one, evil. Look at that word evil. What word is that backwards? Live. Keep me from living backwards. Remind me of what's the truth. Let me follow that. That's the essence of what that means. And then it says, number verse 14, if you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you re refuse to forgive the others, your Father will not forgive you. Father here is capitalized, which means the spirit in you. You give, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Here, Father means spiritual law. So if I'm not going to forgive, I'm the ver I am the very vibration of unforgiveness, which means that I will not experience it in my life. I must move into a space of letting go of those things that are error-based, that I may be the expression of complete, honest truth. So what does this mean? It means that true prayer, true prayer acknowledges your relationship to God and your relationship with God. It acknowledges the residence of God is in the Christ in you, not out, just out in the world. There is the transcendence of God that's everywhere present, but there's the eminence of God that is within you present as well. And when you pray from the eminence of God that dwells in you, you are praying from a true consciousness of the power that you are. So relationship to God, to, to God, God in relationship with God, God's residence, you also honor the reverence of who you are in God. You move into a realization that that which you think you need, you already are one with. You request in a consciousness of affirming it as if it already is so. You repent by bringing your consciousness into the awareness of God, letting go of those things that are not of God, and you shift. Repent means to rethink. You realign all false aspects of your consciousness in true prayer with the consciousness of God. All that matters when you're in alignment and truly praying is communing with God. And finally... You pray from a right relation to all things. A right relation to all things, which is the truth of who you are. You pray from the awareness that all that matters in this world and in your world is God. All that matters is the expression of God. And so when you have that kind of a relationship with God, when you want to pray all the time, I mean, I'm just asking. Wouldn't you want to tune into that all the time, not just when you feel you need it? The truth is, you need it all the time. That's why the Bible says to pray unceasingly, to always, always, always be tuned in with the presence of God, to always let your mind and your feelings and your thoughts and your words be in alignment with the Christ you are. You are a blessing each and every one of you is a blessing. I am a blessing of the divine God. Together, I am a blessing of the divine God. Do you believe that to be so? That everything you feel you need. Eric Butterworth says there's a counterpart to that in the spiritual realm waiting to be seeked, waiting to be requested, waiting to be claimed. And the truth is, the world is waiting to see the light that we are. It's time for us to tune in and tap into it even brighter. It's time for us to shine that light and for us to be a blessing. The only way you truly can is if you tune into your relationship to God, which means you are an individualized expression of what? Of God. Your relationship with God, which means you are up close and personal in relationship with God. You got a that got, you got, I got a friend in God, which means that you know that the God resides in you, and that's where you pray from, which means that you know that you reverence the sacredness, that everywhere you walk is holy ground. It's not just out there where God resides. God is in you, which means that you realize that everything you need, you are already one with. It means that in order to request it, I just affirm that it is mine with the confidence, faith, and knowing that it is mine. Not only is it mine, I am one with it in spirit, and I claim for it to manifest in my life in the physical, which means that you repent every part of you that may get irritated or whatever, you quickly rethink that thought and bring it back to God, which means that every part of you that is out of alignment with God, you realign that. And last and finally, it means that you intend your intention 
is to be in right relationship with all things, which means to be in God relationship with all things. I am the presence of God. Together? I am the presence of God. I let God live through me. I am a powerful experience of my relationship with God. Are you ready to go deeper? Yes. Are you ready to be a blessing? Yes. I am a blessing in this world together. And so it is. Thank you. Namaste. to give for today for your love offering just take a close your eyes and take a deep breath breathe in what God's gonna do because God's gonna do what God wants to do inside of you and let us go ahead and affirm our love offering blessing together divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have all that I give and all that I receive thank you God 
Amen. And remember, if you want to give online, you can go to unityfh.com slash donate, or you can just go to the website, click on the donate button. You can give through credit card, debit card, or PayPal. Make sure when you make your purchases, do it through smile.amazon.com and link it to our church because we get proceeds from every purchase you make. If you're mailing in your check, oh, Dennis isn't here to do that with me. You can mail it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Now, also, if you want to give, remember, if you're giving to the adoptive family, when you go to that link, drop down to where it says adoptive family, and then on your checks, right, designate that on your checks as well. All righty, so we're going to have the kids come on up so we can do our prayer for protection together. And I wanted to mention that um, we are going to be doing a play in December for the children. Well, the children are going to be doing the play. So on December 19th, that's going to be the Children's Day. I am making it my intention that the children will be part of our ministry. Amen? Amen. And they're not going to be just up in the classroom. You, you can clap. Olitha was going to clap. You can clap. So there will be on the fifth Sundays of the month when we have a fifth Sunday, the children's church will be a part of it. And for Christmas we're gonna, and Easter, we're going to have the children be a part of it as well. So December 19th, we are going to have a play. Um, Dylan, what's the name of the play? Do you remember? A Night to... It's a night to remember. A night to remember. All righty. So let's go ahead. And, and we got uh, Skylar and Alexander back. Yay! We got Caden and Dylan. And we got Miss Aaliyah over there. That's a, our children's church is growing, y'all. So let's go ahead and affirm our prayer for protection together. Let's stand up. Stand up. We're going to do our, um, our prayer circle first, our uh, virtual prayer circle. And as just bring to mind those who you feel need prayer. And you can call the visual. Just imagine us in a virtual prayer circle. Call their names out. Ashley, Dion, Dana. And God, as you hear these names being called out, we know that it is in your will that they experience, that we all experience the kingdom of heaven. And so we affirm right now that every single need is answered right now in spirit and manifesting in your divine order in their lives. Thank you for your mighty gift of love that loves no matter what, loves each name that we've been calling out, names each, loves each person in this sanctuary, part of this church, part of United, the United States, and part of the world. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. And now we'll sing our peace song. coming out and thank you all for tuning in we got our women's group today at 11:45. see you then bye-bye love you thank you for listening to this unity of farmington hills podcast we hope this has encouraged you inspired you and uplifted you if you are unable to attend our sunday gatherings but still want to support our spiritual community 
visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.